Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter. What's up? What up, what up, what up? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, and to all... A happy Christmas Friday. Yeah. Today is actually Christmas Day. Maybe you're listening to us Christmas Day. Maybe that... Well, I don't want to say you have a sad life if you're listening to us Christmas Day, <laughs> but hey, may, maybe that's what you like to do to enjoy yeah. your time, your Christmas Day. Maybe it is. Or maybe you're listening to us a month later <laughs> as you're binging through these on some long drive. That's okay, too. Which I... Have you ever put a... Okay. Have you ever listened? Do you go back and listen to us? I've ever? only listened to us once or twice, and that was very early on, just to because I thought I think we're great. I I hate hearing my own voice. Oh, I thought it was really enjoyable to hear my own voice, but <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You would no, say I I went back like and listened because I thought I'd said something heretical or insensitive, and it actually came off just fine. So. <laughs> So I figured, all right, try try again next time. Okay, so here's the deal. So we have that, right? Have you ever listened to yourself on two times speed? <laughs> no, I cannot. Oh, yes, I did once. And it is I talk so trippy. Well, it sounds weird for you because you talk at a normal pace. I talk pretty slowly in my normal voice. And so <laughs> when I was on, it was 1.5 or 2, like I sounded pretty normal oh then. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... But in general, I can't listen to a podcast or an audiobook on anything but normal speed. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of trippy. It's, it's just, just very trippy. It just gives you a headache. It's too yep. much. So today is Christmas Day. We're recording just to give our listeners, those who are watching on YouTube, not that we don't change clothes or whatever. Well, but I mean, I don't. You don't. Um, I do. Um, you're going to be leading a retreat or doing some things after the new year. And I'm so doing you're doing some things. We didn't want to just be without for a few weeks. So we're recording a bunch in one day. So batching. <laughs> there you go. So actually today is December 22nd, but you'll probably have heard our next Pulled four episodes <laughs> all um, from this day. So today is our question edition. Um, and being though, I don't know if you know this today when we're recording, Recording December 22nd. Do you know what today is? No. You yes, know it is. The first, NBA first starts day today. Of NBA. Yeah, I did know that. You know Clippers Lakers play tonight. <laughs> of course they do. But do you know who plays on Christmas Day? Uh don't the Mavs? Mavs play? and Lakers. Mavs and Lakers. Oh, that's a good game. That I mean Luca, should, should we Luca go back? For MVP. Should we go back? Calling it already. This was last year yes. in let's the listen. bubble. In all of its glory. Let's listen. Luca, man. Such a great moment. Gives so, me chills. Yeah. And and I bring that up because there's a question about the NBA. You want it? Okay. Let's start off with the NBA question since today um, is the season kickoff. Who wins the NBA title this year, guys? <laughs> Why did you just <laughs> laugh like that? Uh, because first thought in my mind was obviously the Mavs, and second thought was obviously not the Mavs. It's not their year yet. They're going to be amazing to watch, but they're not going to go that deep into the playoffs. Yeah, they didn't add. They need one more piece. 
Ooh, they added some some kind of secret pieces. They they do yes, they can yes. use another like high powered offense piece, and they still need to beef up on defense and some things. But like yes, um, I agree. Richardson, they they improve their team. Yeah, but in this day and age of big three, yeah, right? They have a big two. If the second is healthy, right? Christophs, yeah, um. Yeah, so I don't think it's the Mavs year, but I'm so excited to watch the Mavs. I think they're going to be so much fun. Yeah. Um, we got to go to a game. Oh, yeah. I hadn't even considered that, but that's such that a no-brainer now that you've said it. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, so that's going to be good. Who's going to win? Man, I kind of think that the Lakers just got better from last year, and I hate to say it, but like, there's a lot of good teams in the East now, though. Yeah. I- what do you think about like Super Team Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a dumpster fire. No. Steve Nash is the coach, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, which is crazy. It's, it's So <laughs> here's my take on it. I think Brooklyn will win a title in the next two years, but I think this will be the year. Like, Remember when the big three came to Miami, LeBron, Bosh, and Wade, and that first year they're like, they're going to dominate, and the first yeah. year they didn't. It, took, it, it takes time, that chemistry. KD's... <laughs> You know, he's been not playing for such a long time. And right. yes, he I've seen the highlights. He's still got it. He's great. But I think him, Kyrie, I just think it's going to take some time to mesh. Now, if they won, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, I'm going to go the Clippers, which I hate to say. I, I do think... They lost some pieces, though. Yeah. Montrez Harrell and all that. Didn't he go the, just across the street to the Lakers? Did he? Yeah, like fifth man of the year. Yeah, like what I I didn't pay that that close of attention this very short off season, right? But I seem to remember the Lakers just like picking the Clippers' pocket. Uh, yeah, in free agency could be true. I haven't followed. I'll be honest. I was shocked to read that the NBA was starting today because it feels like we just finished. Yeah, it does, which, which is, is kind of cool. kind of glorious. Yeah, but so, normally the NBA would have started already, right? Right. In a normal year, so they're trying to. Yeah, this is the normal kickoff. Yeah, so, so I guess who do you got in the finals? You got to call it now. Man, <laughs> wait. <laughs> oh, I don't have. I was checking my email again. I don't have the. <laughs> he's got to. He's got to bring the drops back Man, up. I don't know. <laughs> there it is. It's kind of quiet. Let's make that big. Man, I don't know. Okay, it's not that big, but. Um, uh, I say. Man, Lakers Nets. I don't know. I that, I that's think that's not realistic. A bad guess. Yeah, I don't but know. I wish I were more creative or more interested. Yeah, I am going to say, uh, Milwaukee versus yeah. Clippers. I'll just go Clippers. It'd be different. I I kind of hope Milwaukee wins one with Giannis. I do now. too. Now that he signed the Supermax for them. Yeah. And we know he's not coming to Dallas, which yeah. was like something people were talking about. That would have been cool. That would have been amazing. What's it? Isn't his nickname like the Greek Freak? The Greek Freak, yeah. Man, he just seems like a cool guy. But anyway, that would have been like Dallas would have been talked about as, I mean, they could win it now. Yes. If they would have gotten Giannis. Anyway, I know we've lost a bunch of listeners that are like, ah, I don't care about sports. Also, I want to shout out to one of my good friends. Um, she listens to the podcast. 
And she texted me when we were talking. She binge listens to the episodes when she's driving places, things mm-hmm. like that. I won't say her name. I don't want to embarrass her. But she was like, wait, what is fantasy football? Like, is this yes. a real thing? And I was like, well, they assign value according to what you do, you know, in a game and the players. And and she was literally like, my mind is blown right now that this that this is a thing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. So. I think the same person might have texted me. Wait, is LPGA women's golf? <laughs> I uh, bet it is. And, and I was like, yeah. And then no response after that. So I bet it is. I bet it um, is. So thank you. You know who you are. You know who you are. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, enough with sports. We won't talk about sports yeah, for yeah. another couple months. What? Being that it's just Christmas Day, somebody asked, what is the best Christmas present you've ever received? Oh, I know. I'm like, all these absolute questions just paralyze me. I don't know. <laughs> what is one of the best yeah, Christmas presents? One of the presents? best. Okay, that's much easier. I can do that. Really? Uh, not off the top of my head, actually. I've received some really wonderful Christmas presents, but I don't want to just say something cool right. or some book that I liked and like miss that really meaningful thing. Uh huh. Um, hmm. Yeah. You know, one year for my birthday, my parents got me, like, it was a combo birthday Christmas, like, my first real guitar. My first, like, real good guitar. And for those who don't know, I play guitar. Um, That meant a lot. There's many sentimental things my wife has also gotten that, you know, but we we don't do as much for each other on Christmas. Like, our focus is on the kids and just Jesus. <laughs> nice. You know, a little um, humble brag. Yeah. A little humble brag. Um, so I'll, I'll toss out that. Okay. I'm going to, since you were kind of hedging with like sort of Christmas gift, but also yeah. kind of combo. My birthday's gift. in December. So it is, that's usually closer than what I'm going to give. But, um, I don't remember, what I've received for Christmas versus other times. And I know this wasn't a Christmas gift, um, but you'll just include, but it. I'm just going to say it because I'm wearing them right now. Actually, um, the boots that I'm wearing uh-huh. uh, were an ordination gift given by one of my family members and they're custom made boots. Oh. Took me down, got me fitted. Uh, I discussed leathers <laughs> with the guy. Ostrich. Very nice. Ostrich flank. There you um, go. And, he did like some custom embroidery. So they've got like a kind of a crusader cross on the front. Nice. It's got like JMJ on these initials that you can't normally see. Cause Jesus, the hands Mary covered. Joseph. Yeah. Jesus, Mary, Joseph. Um, I wear sandals almost exclusively as much as I can until it gets cold. Um, but whenever I need closed toed shoes and during the winter, cause it's cold enough, here in texas for me to want close toed shoes the boots i wear the boots all the time and i love them they're comfy they're very comfy that's they're, what i've always wondered about great. boots and texans they're so comfortable like, they must be comfy if so many people wear them right yeah and this has never first, gone down that route this is the first pair of boots i've ever had and so i'm kind of spoiled with these like custom fitted ones so um, you always keep them right you just get them resold or things like yeah, that i've already had them resold once oh um, and uh, because you were ordained, I forget, you were like a fake priest for a few <laughs> yeah. years. No, I was. Yeah. I was ordained in 20, uh, 
16. But you really didn't start public ministry. You're like Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Right. He started his public ministry at 33. Yeah. So you, so for our listeners who don't know, yeah, you were ordained, but you were still studying, finishing up your studies. Yeah, I was in Rome for three years. uh, After being ordained. Yeah. Yeah. So. Finishing my studies there. Right. You Um, didn't, I mean, obviously you said mass, you probably heard confessions, but was there a sacrament you didn't do until you were assigned here? Yeah, I didn't do a baptism. Well, okay, I almost didn't do a baptism until I was assigned here. I flew back during my last year. I flew back and baptized my cousin's baby. Nice. Um, and so I did one baptism. <laughs> but, like, you can do baptisms when you're ordained a deacon. So that ex- that adds another year to it. And I would tell priests and stuff that, I hadn't done a baptism in four years of ordained ministry. Yeah. And they were just blown away. They're like, what are you even doing? You're just, <laughs> you're, you're a fake priest. You're, you're a fake priest. priest. <laughs> so <laughs> baptism, I didn't do a wedding. Uh, wait, wait, what am I talking about? No, I flew back to do a wedding. I didn't do a baptism until I was here. Oh, okay, And I okay, did okay. baptize my cousin's baby eventually, but uh, that was the next year when I was already assigned here. Oh, okay. I flew back to do their wedding um, when I was still in Rome. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do a lot of sacraments um, until I was assigned here. But at all, uh, we digress. The soles of your boots. Yeah. You know? Soles so, of my boots. So yeah. I've, worn uh, down. That's a great present. Great present. Yeah. Great question. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. This one comes from Brian. Uh, how does Father Paul recommend to learn a new language for someone who is already an adult? Methods for practical languages that can be used every day, i.e. Spanish, methods for purely academic purposes that will not be practiced every day, maybe the Greek or Hebrew or things like that. So, mm. Good question, Brian. Yeah, good question, Brian. There are a million different ways to approach language learning. Um, I read a book one time. I'd already gotten kind of pretty far into the language world. But um, I read a book called Fluent Forever um, Mm. by a guy. His name started Gabriel something. Um, And I thought it was really good. And one of the things that he introduced me to was this flashcard tool, a digital flashcard tool called Anki, A-N-K-I. And I used that to learn modern Hebrew better than I'd ever learned a modern language. Um, Really? Yeah, because my strength was always grammar over vocab. Mm. And that was part of the reason I liked the ancient languages so much is like I could learn the grammar and look up the vocab as needed. But if you don't know enough of vocabulary, you can't have a conversation in a modern language. Like you can get by with just vocabulary really far (laughs) in a modern language, even if you don't know like all the ins and outs of conditional statements and hypotheticals and things yeah Um, that's the same thing but um so but when i got a chance to start learning modern hebrew when i lived in israel and then i it it really took off for me like when when i was deep into modern hebrew i knew it better than i knew italian and i'd lived in italy for much much longer um and a big part of that was the way i made use of flashcards um and I got the methodology from that book, Fluent Forever, um, and the program I used was Anki. 
I wouldn't get hung up on tools so much mm-hmm. as like whatever you're doing. Right. Um, but just that's that's where I would start for people is to um, get a list of the most commonly used words in the language that you want to learn. Yeah. And to start making flashcards of some kind and then use those every day until you have a base vocabulary enough that you could just throw out words and and somebody could kind of understand where you were going with it. Yeah. Like without that, it's hard to, to move much further in terms of utility. Um, and I heard practical languages, um, people comment that like Duolingo, which is free, is yeah. decent, you know, yeah, ones th- like that. Those things are good. I've never gone very far with those things myself, um, in part because I've never needed to. But I I think they're they're good for getting people in the door. Yeah. Um, you never needed to, little flex. No, like, <laughs> I never needed to because like I was in Italian language classes and <laughs> I learned he it was this already way. fluent. People, that's um, why he didn't. Need that, to. that wasn't meant to be a flex. Uh, no, I know. Um, I know. Um, yeah. Soft flex. Soft yeah. flex. I I wouldn't spend a lot of money on something like Rosetta Stone. Is that still a thing, though? I don't know if it's still a thing, but there are other things kind of like it. I used Rosetta Stone before I went to Italy. It was okay. It went really slowly. Um, I've used uh, something else. What is that called? Oh, Google Translate. (laughs) No, it's just (laughs) audio recording. Pimsleur. Pimsleur language uh, audio recordings. Um, I thought those were better for me than Rosetta Stone, Mm. but... You need, they were good for me because I had a daily commute to and from school that was about 30 minutes each where I was walking. Perfect. And I would listen to those as perfect for the lesson. Um, so I was able to learn like and get ingrained some of the basics of a language through the Pimsleur thing. That isn't a cheap route to go either. Right. I honestly think like the, the fluent forever route and the emphasis he puts on uh, vocabulary and um learning vocabulary with flashcards where you're not learning via translation but more from concept so just to explain what that means like the flashcards i would make on this program i would put the hebrew word there and then i would put a picture of something on the other side um that i could use as like a mnemonic um to link to the meaning of that word got it uh, so I wasn't thinking in terms of English word. I was thinking in terms of picture. And that then is, I would also yeah. record myself saying that word. So I'd have an audio kind of uh, reinforcement. Nice. And Do you still have these recordings? Yeah, I do. And <laughs> and then I found that there's a program online, which he recommended in that same book called Forvo, where you can download um, recordings from most major languages and use them in this flashcard program. Uh, the other... Just since I've gone down such a rabbit hole, I yeah, might as well this finish. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other advantage to something like Anki or their other flashcard programs that do this right. is they they have an algorithm where they're able to uh, give you the words that you need to, to refresh at that time um, and words that you've mastered. Um, it'll kind of put aside for a while and then they'll bring back once they're starting to fade. They've got, they've got an algorithm that they use to, to kind of approach 
when you need to see certain words and um, focus on new words and how many new words you can take on right. uh, per day and stuff like that. So it's, for, it's helpful. Yeah. And for those not interested in learning a language, <laughs> um, there is something called a pronunciation guide on YouTube that also does fake pronunciations <laughs> like Brett Favre. And it's like, Bo Foofer. <laughs> so look that up. That's my contribution to this uh, to this one. Okay, one last fun question for Christmas. Uh, it's kind of a slash um, best Christmas song slash best Christmas movie in your guys' opinion. Die Hard. I, I knew you would say that. <laughs> I knew. You can't say Die Hard. Do you actually believe it's a Christmas movie? I think it's a Christmas movie. Oh, you don't believe it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> you have to actually choose a Christmas movie. I like the idea movie. that it's a Christmas movie. Um, I will go with a song then instead. No, no, you have to answer both. <laughs> oh, okay, both. <laughs> so first start with your actual song. Uh, I mentioned it on our previous podcast, but I want to bring it up again because it's that good. Um, Omanium Mysterium, Latin title. Uh, o is the first word, just O. Um, manium, which looks like magnum. And then mysterium, so M-Y-S-T-E-R-I-U-M. Father Paul's going to link it in our YouTube account. <laughs> yeah, I still don't know how to do that. Um, that by Morton Waridson. So that's your favorite church song, though, Christmas Church. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Are there like, others? Well, so for example, my all-time favorite Silent Night. I I mean, I just get, I get a little like my heart. Stille Nacht. Yeah. Um, Heilige Nacht. Especially we grew up listening. I know you're going to find this ridiculous, but we grew up listening to the album that was a Muppets Christmas Carol with John Denver. Um, like this album was John Denver and the Muppets singing all these Christmas songs, but he gives the whole explanation, explanation of how Silent Night came to be, and what it was at Franz Gruber. Gruber? 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 Groove? Gruber? From Die Hard. Uh, I want to say Gruber, but it could be Gruber. Okay. So, it's Gruber, man. It's got to be Gruber. There you go. Gruber sounds Anyway, silly. the way it was written and how they didn't have an instrument and yada yada and how he ended up writing the song and um, the whole meaning. So it's always been something I've just carried with me. I remember from my childhood. So, oh, wait. Like, you said Franz. Isn't it Franz? Wait, who are you talking about? I'm talking so, about the bad guy from Die Hard. His oh, name I'm is Hans. About, I'm talking about Hans the guy Gruber. who wrote Silent Night. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the bad guy from Die Hard's name is like Hans Gruber, isn't it? Is it? So there so I'm that's why you need to out. that's why you need to stick with that. But anyway, <laughs> I really thought you, when I'm saying non-church song, I mean you got to respect like Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. Hans. That just makes you like dance right hans gruber is a fictional character in the main antagonist of the 1988 action film and christmas film die hard uh great and now it it didn't actually say christmas in there sorry yeah exactly lies and now type in who wrote silent (laughs) anyway Uh, non church song mariah hans gruber i franz xavier there you go. Javier Gruber. There you go. Amazing. So you have to say a non-church song is then as well. Like I was saying, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas. I put also Mariah in, Carey. in sync up there with like the Seriously? one like, 
Yeah, I'm like serious right now. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Their song. It's so funny. So you have to say, and you have to say a secular song. Okay, that's part of the rules. Oh, Holy Night. No, you have to say <laughs> a non-song that you wouldn't hear in church. You could hear Silent Night. Okay, well, yeah, but go for uh, it. Oh, the um. What's the French one? I like the French one. Okay, we're going to the next question. <laughs> and then movie. You're going to stick with Die Hard? Yeah, I'll stick with Die Hard. I want to think of the French one. What's your movie? Best Christmas movie. Man. I like Little Drummer Boy. Little Drummer Boy? Come adore him. Yeah. That one. Okay. Okay, I'll let that one slide. You don't like any modern songs? Like we, we had a family like Christmas track that was my grandpa's that we then converted to digital right. and stuff. We'd listen to that every family Christmas, so it had older ones. Yeah. Um that's what I think of when I think of like Christmas morning music. Oh, you know what one you would like that we is very traditional in our Italian family? It's Dominic the Donkey. The Italian Christmas donkey. Have you heard it? <laughs> no. Okay, well, we're going to play it for you on Christmas when you come over. So, anyway, favorite movie? Probably, I don't know, Elf or some other Christmas movie like that. Home Alone. Is that a Christmas movie? Because it was filmed during Christmas time? Nah. That, see, that's like Die Hard. Nah, it's not like Die Hard. It's They're very different. identical to Die Hard. <laughs> like, literally. Worlds the, apart. The, Completely no, no, the exact same thing as Die Hard. So, what hey, is that French song? We will look it up or somebody tell us. Merry Christmas, everybody. We hope you have a blessed Christmas Day, um, focusing on the birth of our Lord. And we hope you had some laughs and fun with us today. Submit a question on prodigalandthepriest.com. No, no. Prodigalandthepriest at gmail.com or St. Merry Christmas. Take care. God bless.